Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Diamond Styles, and I am the master chef, cooking you up something succulent and divine. It's your boys out here, and we are serving hot talk and cool iced tea. And I'm Mia Mix, here to set the tone and make sure the mood is right. So come on in and get comfortable. Pull up a chair, have a seat. You can even take your shoes off. Wait, not if your feet is down. <laughs> oh, hell no. Welcome, Welcome to Marsha's Plate. The time has come for you to be the change you want them to be, yeah. No more running around filled with all hypocrisy, yeah. It starts from the inside, it spreads wide, and everything will be all right. Just know that it will be all right. It will be all right. It will be all right. Join the conversation. Hashtag Marsha's Plate. Oh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We want to hear what you guys have to say. You can also help us build community by becoming a patron on patreon.com slash Marsha's Plate. By contributing to this podcast, you help us continue our powerful work to change culture one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey. What's going down? So this show is going to be all about how to be, (laughs) how to be um, a family ally. Not just because, you know, you can be an ally in regards to, you know, not being blood related. But we're Mm -hmm. talking about blood related. People who, you know, knew you before before transition. Um, know a little bit more in-depth detail about your family history. Um, you know, so we kind of really want to hone in specifically on family, okay? So we're going to preface this situation by telling a story, something that happened to Z this past weekend, or was it? It was like four days ago. Four days ago, Okay. Um, so as Z has expressed on many episodes, he chooses to kind of stay, um, distant. He still sees them every blue moon, but he kind of stays distant from his family because, you know, he just, he doesn't want to be misgendered. He doesn't want to have to, um deal with the transition talk directly he still hasn't got to that level yet so you know he kind of just stays distant mm-hmm. not totally but you know if something's going on he'll go <laughs> see him totally <laughs> <laughs> he'll go but you'll go to like a birthday party yeah every blue you moon. know you know something every, every red moon. moon yeah <laughs> <laughs> so um recently we had did a show where he expressed that he was escorting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all did. We yeah. So we were talking about that, and one of his family members listened to the show. Baby. So. <laughs> so, let me make this really clear. <laughs> um, when I met Z, Diamond Styles. <laughs> 
<laughs> when I met Z, Z was escorting. Am I right? True. Okay. True. When I met Mia, Mia was escorting. <laughs> Mia was escorting so she could make sure that her motherfucking niece and nephew wasn't homeless sitting somewhere underneath the bridge because her sister had lost her job at okay. the time. <laughs> For whatever. I don't, we don't need the reason why. But you this grown was woman. back in 2000 motherfucking 11. Well, you a grown woman. You do. You have agency over your body. Um, you like nice things. Yeah. Um, I do. Like you like busy. sex. Um, you enjoy things I and do. you enjoy people who appreciate you. Um, I do have a degree in business <laughs> administration. You do. I do. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had several jobs. I do have two jobs currently, currently. right now. We're going to cut that out. <laughs> so she does have two jobs, like literal two jobs. Mm-hmm. And honey, she hustles. So, but I, I wanted to make it clear that Diamond had no influence <laughs> on the, their decision to participate in sex work. Not at all. And I wanted to make it clear that Mia had no influence. Ex- actually, the opposite of the participating in sex work. Let's make that completely clear. Mm-hmm. I've actually helped my boyfriend get a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, two jo- well, two jobs, right, babe? <laughs> so, like, let's, if you want to get into it, let's get into it. But these questions could have been asked instead of assuming. Wait, 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 wait. So I want to, before we start the show, we want to make that clear that the reason why we discuss that type of work is because on this here podcast... Our ideology revolve around body positivity, women having agency over their body, men having agency over their body, and people making decisions as adults on their own. Let's grow up. And (laughs) somebody being a sex worker is not something that we shame here. It's not something that we look down on. We look at it as work. (laughs) <laughs> because that's what the fuck it is. So, you may think differently. You may have another ideology. You may have some biblical stuff that you believe, and that is all fine. And we accept you for as long as we accept believers in this place, as long as your belief don't entrenches on our rights. Mm-hmm. Don't make us stop getting our coins and make us stop getting um, safe spaces for ourselves. And doesn't cause us more trauma than the world already causes us. So you can believe what you want to believe, and we're going to believe what we want to believe over here. So let's talk about what happened. Okay, well. So me and Z was walking up the stairs one day. <laughs> well. We're walking up the stairs to get into the apartments. You know, I live on the third floor. So I like the view. And Z abruptly gets a phone call. <laughs> So he gets you a phone call. Hey, what you say, baby? Z abruptly gets a phone call. <laughs> and you know I'm nosy. I don't want to know who the fuck is calling. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Oh, okay. So, so oh, okay. Oh, I'm, okay. I wouldn't want to answer the phone. I just like how you're a great storyteller. I just like how you <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, so <laughs> well, you got to be specific. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. Because it's your people. All right, yeah, so. And we don't want them to think that we're influencing you. We want you At to, they want it, we want them to hear it from. The horse's mouth. The horse's mouth. Oh, the horse's mouth. Okay. So I get a call. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. All right, all right. So I'm thinking this is just going to be about, because she told me, I forgot about this. She Who is told she? Me, my aunt. Okay. She told me, I was like, what is it going to be about when we talk? I just want to know what we're going to talk about. This was on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And after she gave me her number, she was like dieting. And she was already telling me about uh, how she wanted to go vegan or whatever. And mind you, I accidentally posted a video of me and Mia a private video on my Snapchat. <laughs> on my Snapchat. Oh, yeah. Why do they wow. always do this? <laughs> they. So, so the Snapchats so be popping. That did come into it. It was an accident, okay? What was happening to... in the video? So we had went to the bayou, and we had recorded some interesting footage in the woods. Uh-huh. And I got bit by, like, 16 mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. It okay. was just fun. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to post it there. Oh, no. So I it's deleted like, this it. This nigga said that he posted it for, a por- for like a couple of seconds, but he not sure how long it was posted. So I need to know how many view- people viewed it and how long was it posted. Well, it don't matter it. now. It's been viewed. <laughs> so was- somebody done snatched it probably. <laughs> so, right. And I was thinking, okay, maybe she accidentally called about that. Whoops. And I was like, or it could be about escorting. So she was like, I just want to talk to you when I got on the phone. I just want to talk to you. I was like, about what? Like, what are the sources that are telling you such things that you feel like you have to talk to me? I was trying to lead my way in there. She was like, it don't matter. Well, you had your guard up. So to me, it sounds like that this is a person who you needed to have your guard up. Like, what, what made you have that feeling that you needed to have your guard up? Because... A lot of the times they can be really judgmental because we come from a dysfunctional family, from one and uh-huh. two, a Christian-based family. My okay. Mom, my grandma was the first lady. Is that what you call it? A first lady? Uh-huh. Or, if her, yeah. Was the her husband a pastor? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's my grandpa was, a, so everybody's just Christian-based. So I'm like, okay, she don't never call me about nothing. She don't ever call me about nothing. So that was just like, okay, I don't know what this is going to be about, but. I kind of was like, well, what do we need to talk about? Okay. And then she was like, just meet up with me. And we met up with her. And she, and I kind of already was going off on Twitter or whatever, like how people police the female body more. And then me and Mia was already conversing about how when her loved ones found out she escorted, and they just was like, oh, whatever. And then. No, when, they wasn't like, oh, whatever. My um, when, okay, what happened was. This is what happened. When I first started escorting, nobody knew about it. But my tea got clocked when I started doing porn. So when I started doing porn, you know, that's on the Internet. So anybody can see it. So it got back to Waco, Texas. And my my mom's husband's sister found out, told her, somebody told her at church, Lord, and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, Mia, are you a porn star? And I was like, <laughs> well, shit, yes, I have to do what I have to do, but no shade. And I love my mama, but since I was 14, 
I had to make sure I did what the fuck I had to do in order to get what the fuck I wanted because my mama told me at a young age, she said, If you're not going to be a boy like gonna, I want you to be a boy, not gonna be I'm a boy, not supporting you. I'm not motherfucking supporting you. I keep you a roof over roof, your head. That's you got it. clothes and you got food. So <laughs> if you want to be this who you want to be, then do it on your own. Mm-hmm. And that's what, I, that's what I've been doing. And... My mama found out, of course, she was disappointed, but it was nothing that I could do because at the end of the day, when a bitch ain't got nowhere to stay, and I ask you, why can I, mama, where can I go? You tell me, oh, I, you can't come here. I ain't got enough room, but they probably got a place at the homeless shelter, but the motherfucking man homeless shelter ain't gonna let me go, and the woman homeless shelter ain't gonna let me go, but thank God we got hacks here off in Houston, but who wanna go to the motherfucking homeless shelter, and who gonna sit there and let me, my niece and my nephew go to the homeless shelter and my sister when she was pregnant not me so i got a job working overnight at walmart dealing with trauma dealing with drama having people coming up to the motherfucking drive telling about talking about how they was gonna kill me because the bitches up there couldn't take me and the the customers was was talking about how they got somebody cute it was competition and so the fish couldn't take it and they was causing drama in the front and had niggas coming up there doing disrespectful shit and i had to get walked out out of the motherfucking walmart from by security because bitches couldn't take me so i had quit my motherfucking job because i fucking fell asleep because when I came home from work, I had to babysit my motherfucking niece and nephew because my sister had had her motherfucking baby. So you know what? I fell asleep at work going through this motherfucking bullshit of prosecuting him for uh, sexual harassment and being discriminated because my motherfucking manager told me, hey, bitch, if you want to go by Mia, then you should have had your name changed. So I ended up losing my job. My sister was working overnight. She lost her fucking job because she fell asleep at work. So who had to pay the bills was me. And who was going to be homeless? Not me. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> she went on a little rant. <laughs> well, I thought that they paid her does. So, <laughs> so that's what it is. For It's multiple reasons. And it don't matter. You don't have to be in no survival mode to be able to do sex work. If I want, if this is my motherfucking body, if I'm rich and have tons of coins and I want to sell my motherfucking body, I can do it. It don't have to always be about right. fucking I'm trying to survive. Sometimes it's, yo, this is my fucking body. This dude want to fuck me. I want to fuck him. But I want to fuck him for $500. <laughs> he got it. And he want to give it to me. Thank you for my $500. Let's fuck. <laughs> I have the choice to do that. Well, and he has the choice to do that. And he, he has a choice to do right. that. <laughs> However it goes down, it don't matter the circumstances that put you in the situation. You a grown-ass woman. You a grown-ass man. We can do what the fuck we want with our bodies. As long as we're safe and protecting mm-hmm. ourselves, mm-hmm. it's all good. But you know what, Diamond? I think people have this misconception and bad perception that that escorts are like these, and no shade, these nasty-ass hoes walking on the street, not every girl that walks in the street is nasty, but you nasty. You're sucking dicks and getting fucked without condom. You're walking around with all types of STDs, and you, you're doing whatever you can for a little piece of change. Now, you know, some of the girls is like that, but I'm so just wait, saying. So, wait, 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 wait. But no, they think So, wait, 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 wait. I'm, I'm confused why people who think like that because for my, my how does in. money, how does money getting paid for sex how does that somehow make it? Yeah. Oh my God, we got STDs. Are we nasty? It's bitches out here fucking niggas for free. 
They fucking three niggas in a day for free. They broke fucking niggas for free. I know bitches who will sit and they can't even fucking pay their rent. And they will sit and say, oh, I could never do that. Oh, I could never be a prostitute. And you sitting with five babies, three baby daddies. There's nothing wrong with that. But you struggling, bitch. You are still fucking. And you can't get no money? (laughs) (laughs) Like, how does somehow the money, asking for a nigga to... Nigga, you sitting in my house. I got to pay these lights. I got to pay this rent. I got to feed myself. You don't want... I think it was Remy Ma wanted to show. Like, you don't want me to have a place to wash my ass? You don't want me to have the hot water soap, the smell goods, the, all the shit I need for me to present my body to you in a way that's great? You can't come and give me some coins? A lot of people's argument to that is why that way? All the different ways? There's so many why different that ways way? that you can. Then you don't know this economy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking right. You don't know this economy because jobs ain't great. Minimum wage cannot pay for an apartment. At on all, your own. Nowhere around in the U.S. Nowhere around in the U.S. Minimum wage cannot. Not at all. And I was like, I thought I was, she was like, you smarter than this. You sp-. I was like, I know I was being intelligent when I decided to escort. Why does, and why? <laughs> first of all, when, when, first of all, escorting has, has brought me around so many people, so many opportunities. I've been around, I've been around so many places that I probably wouldn't have been if I hadn't have, I hadn't been doing what I was I was doing. It's not all of it. No, no shade. All of it's not glistening glamorous, but no. I have had some opportunities brought my and way because being an of escort it. don't make you dumb. It don't. I know some. It don't take your IQ down. It, it don't. Exactly. It's like no people are stupid. I I think <laughs> they they talk about shit they don't that they don't not, know about. Right. You know because you are in these chains. It'd be different if she had escorted and came up to me. But I was—I didn't know if she did or not. I thought maybe she was gonna say, "I did it." Before. Oh, we skipped this part. We—we're uh-huh. moving ahead. Uh-huh. So <laughs> his aunt asked to talk to him. So they met at some kind of park or something. At a right? park, yeah. yeah. We, and um, Mia went to go get some air for the day. Mia the thought basketball. that they were coming to play. Like, so, play no, we was gonna play. They was gonna have their little talk, and then uh-huh. we was gonna play basketball. So I went to the store to go buy a pump. And we for still the did. Why they talk? <laughs> so while they talk, Mia leaves, and Z, the aunt started talking to him about she listened to the show, and she found out that he was selling his pussy. <laughs> oh my God. I was Ain't like, that what she said? Yeah, yeah, I was like, you are like super late for one. <laughs> for two, I'm always being safe. Right. For three, why are you calling me she right now? Now are these word for words because she had a problem with you with what you posted on Facebook and she said it was a word for word. So <laughs> make it sure matter. it's word for word. It don't, this, he, he's expressing he's yeah. expressing how he receive the message okay. so if you want a better message to come through then you need to say it a different way right so he's expressing how he received, received the message so this whole time that she called herself checking him mm-hmm. she is calling him she calling him his old name mm-hmm. 
just all the things that you don't want to do. If you're trying to get a message across to a trans person. And then come not knowing no language or nothing you about don't, trans You people. don't know anything about <laughs> trans folks. But she said she was a lesbian for 500 years. <laughs> <laughs> then, baby, you should have some kind of education. Something. No, she said ex-lesbian. That's fine. It's ex-lesbian. Whatever oh, you want. Ex- At the ex- end of the day, <laughs> understand who you're talking to. And if you don't understand who you're talking to, then don't talk to don't talk to him. So pronouns are wrong and she coming. So let me, the way he describes it to me, when I first hear the story, I at first I was, while I'm listening, I immediately not went on her side, but was was prepared to give him a conversation about, I think she just was coming. You know, these are somebody who cares about you. And when they find out that you're escorting, you know, they're come, they might come to you on some, this is some tough love, yeah. and you are quote unquote my niece. From this is from her perspective, yeah. mm-hmm. quote unquote. You are my niece. Mm-hmm. I care about you. We have some type of history from when you shit when you were growing up. I, we have some type of history, so I feel like I need to come since I'm an ex lesbian. I'm an ex bitch from the street. I'm I, whatever she thinks she was. Like you, some <laughs> little young thing, and you don't know what the fuck you talk about. You come a little confused lesbian. She um, did say he was so, confused. So let me come in exactly and. Run some game on you and and give you some type of tough love, put it to you straight, and bitch, you need to get shit together. I know what you're feeling. Like, you don't need to be doing this. And you get what I'm saying? She just, this is her way of showing you love, and it may not be as, um, she may not know how to say it right, but the intention is good, okay? Mm-hmm. But we know intent versus, versus impact is really important. So your mm-hmm. intent may be really great, but if your impact is greater than your intent, yeah. if it's a negative impact that you're, that you're giving me, your intent is not going to go through, baby. It's oh. not going to go through. It's the so way th- you say it. And this is a girl with her big girl panties on telling you this. Right. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not, not that age doesn't matter, but I'm not a 20 year old. I'm grown, extra grown. Right. Been there, done that. That's just what it is. So if you want to get your message across to somebody that you love, especially a trans person, coming at them on the attack with wrong pronouns, with disrespecting their identity, that's not going to work, baby. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So continue. So I, she's. <laughs> but I agree with you, Diamond. I think her, I don't think she had ill will in her content but when you know when you get upset you say some shit even though you trying to even though you trying to deliver a message you still say some shady shit in between right and because you're uneducated that's yeah that's what I think <laughs> so in the in the process of the conversation because she's being very judgmental about z escorting being real judgy she's like I can't why do you think we can't call you what you want to be addressed by? We don't know nothing about the transgenders. We don't know nothing about that. <laughs> the transgenders. You, had, you done had more dick than she done had. Uh-huh. She did say that. Mm-hmm. She said, how you want to be a boy, but you got more dick than I have? And and I was like, how oh. you going to be a motherfucking man? Well, this was over the phone. This one, and we still at the park, my man. Yeah, we still at the park. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so in the midst of it, she's like, you don't come around or nothing like that. I was like, okay, but that's because your motherfucking grandson and all your nephews was pretty much touching on me. And she was like, she just painted that. She was like, when was this? 
I was right. like, since I was like in elementary up to like the end of middle school, and she was like, why you ain't tell nobody? Why you just not bring it up? I was like, because I felt like nobody was going to believe me. And for another reason, I've always been silent. For another reason, we have a big family, and that's why I feel like I could, who could I trust? And then for another reason, what was my other reason? <laughs> you said that your mom and your dad, Some she, she asked you why you didn't tell your mom. Oh, yeah, and uh, another reason was I felt like people was going to use that excuse for me being queer. But she already knew that I was queer. Everybody knew that I was queer. But I was mm -hmm. like, the reason why I was around all the guys is because I knew I was one of them. I always associated myself with guys. That's it. And then she was like, oh, okay. And then she changed the subject. And so, wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Wait, well, when did she say if you, if you, if they was messing with you, why you didn't tell me you like pussy and then look back at the car and say, well, I don't know what you like at me? Well. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. In that moment. Was it in that moment or was it a little Oh, yeah, moment? yeah, yeah. It was while we was talking. Oh. Yeah, it was in that moment, too. Yeah. So, but she cleared so the this air. person that you come to check out of love, supposedly, this person tells you, you didn't, this, this new information, this person tells you that the reason why I don't come around y'all motherfuckers is because the guys. The boys, ever since I was in elementary, were fucking touching me. And your response is why you didn't tell nobody? Why you didn't tell them that you like pussy to get them to stop? What? I don't, I, I just, I don't get it. Yeah. She said when she, when, when she talked to me, When she talked to me over the phone, when she told me to call her after the incident. So, wait, wait, we got to. Okay. So, after that. I don't that, understand it either. I was confused when she, when he, Z told me, like, why would you tell somebody that? And Z, Z told me that this was his favorite aunt, and it really, really hurt him. One of like, my hurt him. Like, like, he got depressed. And I can tell he depressed because, you know, that's my baby. I be with him all the time. He want to mm -hmm. come. He don't want to fucking go outside. Fucking <laughs> appetite change and shit. And this is when, when it happened, babe? Like four days ago. Four days ago. And I'm just now getting him kind of back to normal. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just not understanding because for me, as a woman who lives this life, this woman, you know, this is not some new narrative. At all. This is not a, a person growing up and coming out and saying, yo, I was touched. We know the statistics around little girls being touched, mm -hmm. especially little black girls. Mm -hmm. Especially so, little mixed girls. Well, I don't know. I don't know the statistics about <laughs> the difference in the mixed and that I don't know about that, but I know <laughs> little black girls, mixed or non-mixed, are at a higher risk of being touched. That's just That's what the true. numbers say. So, at the end of the day, oh, that sounds shady. Don't y'all don't take my comment the wrong way. I'm not saying that that. But we know how men fetishizes. Mixed mix, girls. Mix, right. But so I'm not know, saying that the, mixed girls that. are favored over dark skinned girls or black girls. I'm not saying that at all. Let's clear that up. 
I'm just I'm But my just point, saying. we don't even need to go into it. My point <laughs> is, we know that this is a narrative that's real. We know statistically that this is a problem. So if a little girl comes to you, and I've heard this so many times throughout my life where somebody is telling me that mm -hmm. somebody is, they tell the truth finally, mm -hmm. and somebody is asking, why you didn't tell me back when? Why you didn't tell me then? Motherfucker, it's so many reasons why I didn't tell you. I'm telling you now. It doesn't matter that I didn't tell you then. I could have been scared. I could have been scared I was going to get a whooping. I could have been scared that you motherfuckers weren't going to believe me, which is what usually happens sometimes. Especially as a child. It's like so many things could happen. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if the if I'm a little kid, I'm in elementary, what they was going to beat me up. What what? It's so many things that I could have been thinking as a child that could force me not to talk about this. Mm -hmm. I could not understand it. I could not. Somebody could have been touching me, and I thought it was my fault. So I didn't really tell you because I thought it was my fault. It's so many things exactly. that at this time in our in our we know with this Me Too movement shit, right. we know that this shit is happening. Mm -hmm. Gone are the days that motherfuckers just should be not believing when people say that something happened to them as a child. Who makes this up, though? Who makes it up? Don't nobody need to lie about this on, shit. Years later on drama? just, like, specific people, like, specific people, not like, oh, there were people touching on me, I don't know who it was, but specific people. Like, Z don't even be fucking with nobody, so why would he specifically name random-ass people in his family that fucked with him? Right. And, and, and I want to I wanna speak on what you were saying, like, Ain't no telling what a child will be thinking to tell the adults, hey, what happened? Because my sister got touched by my stepfather while we were younger, mm -hmm. and I didn't know about it. And he told her that because we, we got punished deeply. And he told her, if you don't tell nobody, then you're not going to get your ass whooped. You're not going to get no more whoopings, and you're you going to be good. And so forever she didn't tell nobody when she told somebody they they didn't believe her he didn't penetrate her all he did was oral so when they did the rape kit or whatever the the kit that they do mm -hmm. to see if you've been touched and shit come up now he had a a history of touching little girls but they did not believe my sister and they were they were mean to her and they made it they they made it to be as if they made her feel like the like she was crazy like the shit didn't happen they gaslighted that's kind of right. how i felt right they gaslighted her yeah Absolutely. I was like, wait, was that a dream? Like, but you're a liar. They didn't happen. I was like, was that a dream? And then not only did I feel, I already felt stupid for sharing names with her, but I was like, okay, maybe she's going to, this is going to change the narrative. I don't know. But then it didn't. I was like, oh, shit, I shouldn't have said no names. So I, that's just how I felt. Because at the end of the day, this lady, his aunt, went and asked the the guys. So mind you, <laughs> Z said that this happened elementary through middle school. Now, the, they're grown now, right? Yeah. Right. So you think these niggas is going to say, yeah, we did it. <laughs> yeah, it was us. My bad. Yeah, we did that. We want to apologize. We touched Z when he was and little. They, they but, was calling me. I was like, oh, wow. They were? Yeah, but I ain't answer. Well, one person called me. One unknown number called me. And so um, then <clears throat> I had ignored it. <clears throat> and I didn't know anybody. I didn't know it was a, I just, I, I don't know. I could really feel things. I'm very intuitive. I just knew that it was somebody that was a family member. And then she called me later and was like, everybody trying to call her. 
And no, well, no she, she don't want to answer me. the phone. She hit me up in my inbox and told me to call her. And I wanted to know T because she said that I could have been invited to the conversation. And so when she went, I heard that she was throwing shade to me. I don't know what the fuck you like. She, you like bad bitches. <laughs> anyway, me, come here with so, some story. <laughs> she told me that she wanted me to call her, so I said, "Okay, you know what? Let me try to clear the air." And I didn't want any bad blood between me and his aunt, so I said, "You know, let me <laughs> let me talk to her and see where she coming from." And she got to saying. At first, it started out cute because you know the conversation started out pretty cute at first, and then she got to talking about how. Z shouldn't have put what he put on Facebook because he ended up coming out on Facebook and you know he just it was something that was troubling him and you know Z don't really fuck with too many people so he didn't have too many people he could talk to and that was just like another outlet for him so he put it on Facebook and she was just like that ain't what happened on Facebook if you gonna put something on Facebook then put it then then say it the way I said it that's not the way I said it and then I asked I said okay no so and so how did you say it? And she was like, that is the way I said it, but that's not the way I meant it. And so I'm like, okay, I understand that's what you said, but the way it was perceived, I guess you're saying that it was perceived the wrong way, but you still said those words. Is that the right way to respond when somebody tells you that I've been touched as a child? No, Are not. those the first response that you that you should have told them that you like pussy? And you a grown and ass why woman. Didn't you, you think tell these me niggas? Then? You think these niggas is gonna tell you the truth? If you go, cause she took her happy ass and confronted them or told them that that's what Z is saying, and they're gonna say no. I, you know, they're gonna say she no. She said that they all said the same thing, and. But everybody is saying the same thing, so I don't understand. And basically, she and said, to me, it seemed like she was insinuating that Z was lying because he ain't say nothing then, and why all of a sudden is he it just not coming back? So I asked her, I said, no, so are you said, saying he's lying? And she said no. She said, uh, you just, I was basically lying to steer everybody from the fact that I was a prostitute. And oh, right, because she was confronting you about prostitution, yeah. and she felt like you were bringing that up right. to... You know, but I was just explaining to you I don't come around. Because you right, asked, because you fucking around? said you don't come around. I don't come around because you got some fucking pedophiles and you got some fucking rapists and molesters and freaks, predators in your circle. Right. And I don't fuck with them. Right. And I don't want to be around them. And then you can't even fucking use my right pronouns. So, motherfucker, it's many reasons why I cannot be around you because you ain't shit. And right. you ain't trying to be shit. Right. You ain't trying to be shit. Literally, you sitting here coming in my face confronting me about something and you can't even call me by my name. You can't even use the pronouns that you sat here and listened on the fucking show so you know what the fuck is up. Right. You can't even call me a he and you supposed to be sitting here confronting me like you're supporting, like you come and confront me out of love. Right. You don't fucking love me. And then she takes me. All of that came from the heart because I care. My baby. With a heart. I paid that so much this and I I'm blocked just, that so quick. Get the fuck out of here. Time, I don't got time for like I don't got time for that ignorance because I, I'm like I'm I'm from Waco, Texas and my people like that too. They sit there and talk bad to you and preach to you for hours and and try to instill this belief in this Hor- like just the way that believe in these horrible images into your head because you're a child and this is how you sp- how things are supposed to go I'm and I understand elder. that 
his aunt is 60 years old and you done been through things and of course can't know 20. This is a 60 year old? Yes. yes. And she and said, I'm baby. your elder. She was like, I'm your elder. That's right. why I'm coming And that's up why to I didn't want to be disrespectful and I wasn't disrespectful. <laughs> I didn't call your aunt out her name. I ain't cussed her out or nothing. But she sure was cussing me out. I kept it cute. I well, didn't. you better be glad I wasn't there, auntie, because I would have cussed your motherfucking ass out. <laughs> and I don't respect motherfucking elders that don't respect me. Right. End of story. If you want respect, you give respect. And the first thing that you need to learn about trans folks is you don't know shit about trans folks is that we want to be called by our right pronouns. If you don't call us by our right pronouns, it is disrespectful. So if you're trying to come and have a conversation out of love, let's start with fucking respecting our pronouns. Let's start there. Let th that let that be the basic of what the fuck you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. That type of respect. How do you th expect somebody to listen to you? Like, I should have just been like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, of course, she going to be distracted by the fact that I'm calling her sir. That's what I was thinking about. I might as well call you sir. You shitting me down like this. And especially a motherfucker who claimed to be a queer woman for years. Exactly. You're supposed to have Just because you so got delivered. Right. <laughs> delivered. Right. Get the fuck out of here. So, one of then, Mia informed me that she was under the impression that she feels that me and Mia influenced. Our, influences. Z into escort. Escort <laughs> Um, first of all, like we said in the beginning of the podcast, I was escorted before Mia knew. I, I right. We, so we, when I found out, I said, Z, this is not the, what the fuck you want to do. First of all, this shit is late as fuck. It's, it's a cute coin, but it could be, it could become late. And, and you don't want to rely on it. She did say Mia, when, before you went to school and got your degree, am I the main ones like, bitch, you need to get out of this business and go get something? Yes. Diamond is the, first of all, Diamond is the reason why I got my degree. And I probably wouldn't have got my degree if it wasn't for Diamond. Mm. So, because Diamond always said that she wanted her daughter to have a degree. So I was like, bitch, let me take my ass to school. Because you want better. <laughs> we all want she better. She would always tell me, bitch, this is not your life. You're not supposed to be no motherfucking escort. And you can be better than that. And it hurt my feelings to see my baby upset and cry because the the aunt of his, the favorite person of his life was being shady to him. And it brought him into a depression. Oh, I'm sorry. And then nobody around me made it better. Like, my sister went off on me. I was like, uh, you just making assumptions. You didn't even come up to me, ask me if I'm still doing this. When did I start? You didn't even try to like how I do her. I just like if I know you just she came with judgment, not understanding. Right, right. No compassion. No all. compassion. No understanding. No nothing. And so, I think the reason why you make them be confused about or think that I influence this, you're confusing my compassion and my understanding. And me being their support system for me condoning something. Right. I'm open and not going to judge them. And they can bring me whatever they, they can come to me as their whole selves. They don't have to come and hide something. They don't, they, they know when they come to my house, they're going to be respected. Their identity is going to be respected. And even though I want more for them than escorting, I am going, 
if this is what they're doing, I am going to continue to say, hey, you can do better than this. <laughs> but make sure you be safe doing that because I, I know that hustle. I used to be in that hustle. Let me show you how you do it better. <laughs> Let me show you how to do it safer, better, and make more coins. That's always what I'm about. So one thing that you don't know, I think the sister had asked you um, – Maybe you shouldn't be telling all your business on right. that show. Right. You, and I was like, don't follow me then, goddamn. Don't listen. But the, <laughs> the, this is the thing. Like when we, The reason why we are doing this is because we are trying to build community, a safe space for us to get our shit out. Because people like you, people like you, auntie, who think you know shit, that don't know a motherfucking thing, come and attack us and cause us even more drama. You not are you are not creating a safe space for us to be in. You didn't come to that park and create a safe space. You created a hostile space. So your intent may have been come from a good place, may have, but it didn't work out that way. You created more trauma. So the reason why we create Marsha's Plate is so other trans folks and allies can hear our stories, can hear some truth, and learn something. Mm-hmm. And we can get some shit off our chest when we're having a problem. That's why we're having this show about you right now. <laughs> so we can get some clarity and understanding. Because somebody is going through the same exact thing. Right. Somebody is going, has an auntie, an uncle, a sister, somebody that's talking to them exactly how you're talking to them, and they need to know how we deal with it. Right. And one of the ways that we deal with it, we come to our support system. And, baby, I'm their support system. They're my support system. They know they can have, they got unconditional love in me. I'm not going to judge them. I'm going to be there for them. I'm going to get whatever opportunity that I have, they're going to benefit from it. I'm going to respect their identity. So if you're trying to be in their life, if you are trying to really love them, then you need to do the same. You need to come with some respect. They didn't disrespect you. Come with some respect. Learn about transness. Learn about it. Just go Google. fuck Google. <laughs> like Google is your best motherfucking friend. Everybody be on their phones. You on your phones all day worry about what I'm doing. Right. You can easily just Google what Learn is a something. trans man. <laughs> go back to go back to the beginning of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Like the beginning of the show. You probably listen to one show. Right. Go back to the beginning of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Learn some things and then approach in a different way if you really are trying to be that person. But now what you've done, you have created a whole family problem. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For no reason. <laughs> That's what you've done. <laughs> so instead of coming with love and understanding and trying to work through some shit, you have made the problem even bigger. So you came like, oh, you, we, you, we don't know you because you don't come around. Now you're making it even worse for me not to come around. Like I don't want to come around anymore, anymore. Like no more. <laughs> because okay, now you've made a situation bigger than what it could have been when you. There, there, I feel like there's always a way that you can handle a situation. Absolutely. There was a way that that could have been handled discreetly, where it wasn't just blown out of proportion. Now everybody and me knows telling you what happened to me doesn't mean I wanted you to go tell them. Right. It didn't mean I wanted them to be confronted. I was explaining to you why I don't come around. The motherfuckers was touching me. I don't want to be around them. She said, "If." 
that he shouldn't have blocked his number or changed it because now they can't have no reconcil- uh, reconsolidation if they wanted to call him and apologize and talk about it. But the thing is, I've been wanting to change my number because I ain't want clients hitting me, which is the ironic part. I ain't want none of them hitting me up. So mm. I was like, that's ironic. <laughs> and even that, we're in the process of trying to get folks other situations, but we still got to survive. You see what right. I'm saying? Like, we, the, the goal is to not be escorting. Mm. But but at at this point, hey, we got to survive. We got to pay bills. We got to pay rent. Y'all ain't going to pay it. Y'all motherfuckers can't even use the right pronouns. So y'all definitely ain't going to pay no fucking rent. Hey, you're not helping me with my transition. Oh, Didn't let's bring that up. Me up? She, Yes, talk about that. I had a GoFundMe up, and all my family saw it, but they just gossiped about it amongst each other. What was it for? For a top surgery. Mm -hmm. So, um, they all just talked about it. Called my sister, like Z, want her titties cut off, and oh wow. Then my aunt brought it up and was like, I don't know nothing about that. Like. You, I want a tummy tuck, but you don't see me going around asking people for it or getting mad that people won't give me money for it. And I was like, And oh. I don't have this amount of money, but you, you don't see me comparing your hands. old ass getting a tummy tuck with somebody getting <laughs> surgery to affirm their gender. Like, what right. the fuck? But that's what a lot of cis heteronormal people do. They they compare our gender confirming surgeries based on their cosmetic surgeries. That's no comparison, but they don't know the difference. It's the ignorance of it. And then you're wondering why I don't come around you motherfuckers. Y'all just running around gossiping about me. Right. You think that makes me feel welcome? No. I that doesn't not. make me feel welcome. Who want to be, first of all, who want to be in this space? where people are t- are calling you the wrong pronouns. Like, that's embarrassing me sitting over here with a, fo- a whole fucking titties, body. Well, well, I'm look fishy. I'm on hormones. I done got my name changed. I done did all this stuff to become the woman that you say, see in front of your eyes and you gonna heat me down and, and call me all types of sirs and him. still handsome. I'm not fucking gonna, I'm not right. gonna sit there. No. I'm not gonna be around I'm you. Not gonna be in that, no, I'm not gonna be in that space. Even if I, even if I didn't have nothing gender it confirming, matter. it still she should respect me because it doesn't take that long to, if I tell you, hey, my name is um, Mia Leah and I want you to call me Mimi. This was How hard is it for you to call me Mimi? This was stuck with me though. She was like, you still pretty. <laughs> you just got... <laughs> Facial hair. Facial hair. I got facial hair and a haircut. You cut your hair because you don't like to comb your hair. And I was like, wow. Like, you really dumb. I really, I literally said, wow. Like, (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, no, I, all these hormones, all I see is facial hair. I thought that this was like a 30, 40 year old woman. This is a 60 year old. Like, sweetheart. She's my mom's age, and my mom is way more compassionate than that. So, there's no, this is old school. No, I don't don't give a fuck about that. I don't care about you being old school. Old school is respectful. Right. So, (laughs) if you want, you want respect, you you get it by earning it. You ain't an OG. You I don't give older people <laughs> respect just because they old. You don't get no respect until right. you earn it. So, oh, I've been living by. My mama told me that. That's my mother. She says if a old bitch is fucking fucking with you, <laughs> they, and they don't earn your respect, then no, you don't Ooh, give it to I them. I wish somebody would have told me. Oh my God, I want to thank all of our new patrons this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yay, 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 
okay. So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts. I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the post of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here so you're not only helping to sustain us you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is you know that's just the kind of bitch I am community is fuck (laughs) so thank you I really really appreciate you and if you have not become a patron why have you not you can donate as low as a dollar a month it doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please, do I have to play Sarah McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. <laughs> Baby, my mom always saying, Wait, wait, elders. let me tell y'all what you used to happen when I was little. So my friend, <laughs> let's get off such and make it a little bit lighter. So... My friend had one of them. My mama was young. My mama had me when she was 17. So my mom was like tw- in her 19, 20 around this time. And um, no, I went to, I was probably five. So she was like 22, early 20s. My friend's mother is in her 30s, like almost 40s mm-hmm. at the time. But me and him is the same age. So I would come up to his house, and he had the type of mama that make you say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. With the, you gotta say sir or ma'am after it as respect in the elder thing. Mm-hmm. So when I would come up to her house and she asked me to do something or ask me for something, I would say yes <laughs> or no, and I would I wouldn't put the sir and the ma'am. And so she would be like, "What? Well, don't be! I'm not one of these hoodlums on the street. You need to put ma'am on the back of that. I'm your elder. You need to respect me." And I'm like. What? <laughs> no, I'm not like this. I we lived around them from the time I was like three till I was like shit nine. Mm. So I and I first remember it about like five or six. I was up there, and I was like, she was like, "Are oh, you not gonna have to come? You don't need to come in my house if you can't respect me and use." sir and ma'am or whatever mm-hmm. and so i was like okay now i'm young i was my mama's only child for a long time so i was spoiled as fuck <laughs> and i could say what i want to say <laughs> and i knew i would get in trouble so i was like okay well i don't have to come to your house anymore <laughs> all right i'm gonna leave right now have a great day <laughs> and i would I leave and i left and oh. went down and told my mama <laughs> my mama took me back upstairs and cussed her out. My motherfucking kids, this ain't fucking slavery. They don't need to fucking say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, to you. Like, we some fucking coons. Like, she went <laughs> My mother went off on her cause, because she was trying to force. Because my mama is like, that's some slavery shit. Long as, my mother was like, long as you're not like, yeah, no, no. <laughs> like, give an attitude. Yeah. Like, if you say yes, mm-hmm. no. You don't have to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Like she was not, she was not for that. She felt like that was some country ass southern slavery. Do not fucking you trying to oppress my child? Shit, that's how my mama was. She was like, she don't need to say all that kind of shit. See, my and mama so, was like that. Oh no, and I would so, get like progress reports from church because of that. My mama was like, did they say yes, ma'am, or no, ma'am? Yes, ma'am, they did. 
<laughs> no. Then my mama was also the type. So she had a son, and my mama had a son, me. <laughs> and so my mama was, has always been of the mindset of, you know, and she, she verbalized it as I got older, but she wouldn't say it with this young, but she would imply it. Her philosophy is, you may be a fag, but you ain't going to be no punk. <laughs> so she encouraged me to fight. So her son, what he would do, he would hit me and run. Oh, that pissed me off. Ooh. So you want to play tag? Yes, he would you. hit me, like <laughs> sucker punch me, boom, and run upstairs to his mama house. Oh. Ooh. And she wouldn't let us twirl. So <laughs> my mama set his ass up. <laughs> so we was down in the, we our apartment was in the basement. <laughs> you told your mama about it, and I told my mama that's what he would do. So my mama had what? Well, what you gonna do? Y'all gonna play right here in this area down in the basement? And when he try to hit you and run, I'ma lock the door. It's gonna already be locked. He can't run, <laughs> and you just tear his ass up. <laughs> so that's exactly what we did. She, he tried to hit me because he would do it all the time. He tried to hit me and run. Like what kind of hit was? Like it? a hit, bitch. Like one that would like make you like be like, oh, bitch. Yeah, yeah like, a bully hit. Like oh. I'm hitting you, I put you down, make you scrape your knees. Oh, that's mean. Yeah, because I was feminine, so he oh. would be late. So my mama had locked the door and he couldn't get out. And so once I got to get, once I ran to him. I got to beating that ass, <laughs> and we get to twirling. Boom, 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 boom. I got him in the headlock. I'm hitting him. Boom, 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 boom. The his sister go tell his mama, and his mama come down, and she come down. Y'all need to stop fighting. Stop fighting. My mama said, "No, they boys. Let them fight. <laughs> Don't touch them, or me and you gonna be fighting." No. <laughs> <laughs> like she would try to come over and break it up and my mama stood right in front of her bitch no I wish you would I wish you would I wish you would and so we were sitting now mind you we like six seven we're not <laughs> grown we're not even teenagers little baby grown. twirl yeah so we're hitting and my mother is letting us fight 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 and not letting anybody break it up and she's like, I can't believe that you are letting them do this. And she's an older woman, so she really don't want to fight this young girl. Because oh, <laughs> my mama like 22 and would wear her ass out. <laughs> and so she like, um, my um, so we twirling, we twirling for so long that I'm like literally tired. Like we <laughs> literally, <laughs> we got our arms on each other like. <sighs> <sighs> Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Then he'll hit me. Boom. It'll get riled up again. We get tired. 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 I hit him. Boom. Riled up again. Boom. And we just end up like, huh. and my mother was like, so y'all done? Y'all done? And we both like, yeah. <laughs> and every time we would fight, because my mama would be like, I'll let y'all fight because y'all was going to be friends the next day. Y'all do it every day, but at least he know he can't just hit you and run. You got some hands for that motherfucking ass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it was so funny. I didn't my mama about that. But she hated me to say, like yes, ma'am, and there's other people. She was like thought that that was the most countryest slave mm. shit, slave mentality shit. She hated it, so never, never, never. It never, is never. so ingrained in me. I talk to my customers mm. like that. 
Yeah, I don't. Mm. <laughs> I do yeah. not. A sign no. of respect for me. But it was ingrained on me as a child. Like, did you say yes, ma'am? No, ma'am. And I would give progress reports from older like older people, like, oh, the, your your children Calif- were so respectful today. Mm-hmm. They were saying yes, ma'am. Well, no, they would say I was respectful, but not, but because of how I did. Like, like, of course, like, say I see an old lady on the bus and she's getting on and I'm sitting down. I automatically get up. Mm-hmm. I automatically hold doors open for them. Like, I do respectful shit, but it's just the specific words of yes sir and no ma'am and all that kind of shit mm-hmm. no i'm like yes <laughs> oh come on sweetheart let's go and i'll treat them tenderly every, every californian that i told that they'd be like what they'll be confused because they don't they don't believe in saying yes ma'am uh, yeah that's stuff. crazy <laughs> not crazy but <laughs> i it just is think so, it's like, slave I think stuff it's southern i think, I it, think it's the it is that southern kind of like twain mm-hmm. culture Mm-hmm. No, no, thank you. <laughs> so, we wanted to talk about, because of this situation, we wanted to talk about how to be great allies to trans folks if you don't know anything about it. That's not even that hard to learn, because I learned about trans folks by Googling. <laughs> like I learned about myself by Google. I mean, it's listen to actual trans people talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and actual uh, actually share a space, not some weird documentaries and stuff. Like actual National people vlogging. Yeah, like usually how they make it on TV makes it seem like. Yeah, so I just learned that way. And what else? Could, YouTube I mean, is your friend. So YouTube so let me so, so, so let's start off. I got some keep. I got some points. Mm-hmm. So first of all. You have to start with knowledge and education. You have to start to educate yourself about trans folks. You gotta start to educate yourself about sexuality and the difference between sexual orientation and gender identity. Because if you don't have the information that when when you come to us, you're gonna be too oblivious and you're gonna run the risk of disrespecting exactly. us. Okay? Um, it, it, it begins with understanding the impact that transness has on a trans person. Understand the impact that how being trans affects their community, mm-hmm. affects their societal levels, it affects their livelihood. How transness affects our lives determine how we engage with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so learn about it. It starts with their knowledge and education. Then start with awareness. You have to be aware of what you are doing to us or for us or um, how it's affecting us. You got to understand our experiences. Try to understand it. Understand what we value. Understand our perspective on things. And you get there by listening. Right? Mm -hmm. Like you got to listen to us. You can't be trying to tell us about us. Right. But there's a, <laughs> right. There's a difference between listening and hearing. Right. I think what's what's the saying? Um, the, the God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason. <laughs> we need to listen a little bit more and listen for understanding and don't listen to respond because a lot of people listen with the with the intent to respond like they I just want to make this point so I'm going to ignore everything you're talking about so I can make this point right. but I need you to listen to understand so that your awareness can be up 
your awareness of how this engagement is going to go, your awareness about why we do the things that we do and why something as simple as calling us a he could make us shut down from thinking of you as a friend, from thinking of you as an ally, family from member. a family member, just that small thing can let us know that you are the enemy. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to receive the love that you are intending to give us. Okay? So you have to be aware of that. Um, you want to know what's crazy, though? She was saying how she didn't want them to find me with my throat slit from prostituting. And they have to, they going to have to pay for the body. And just because I decided to escort, I mean, decide to get the body buried just because I decided to escort. And I was like, well, y'all don't have to if y'all don't want to. She was like, it's law. I have to. I was like, y'all don't have to if y'all really don't want to. But you know, my mom does the same thing. And then I read the other day about how it was a trans boy that committed suicide and his parents refused his body. So his friends had to commit, I mean, had to uh, create a GoFundMe to raise money for his funeral. Mm -hmm. I read that and I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, but <laughs> you have enough community. You ain't got to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck all that. So, um, and we and ain't see, no dumbass bitches, so ain't no shit going to happen. I and, can't even... and baby, uh, this is exactly why escorting is a tool. When you motherfuckers don't want to wanna bury him, we'll go sell enough ass, <laughs> sell so enough we can dick. have a, a sickening ass funeral. Uh, right. So whatever y'all don't want to have to worry about, he got his community, got him covered. So don't ever try to throw no shit in his face like he ain't got something that he can fall back on. But so, ain't no shit like that happening anytime soon. Thank you, boo-boo. <laughs> So, um, the next thing is you got to apply the skills of your awareness and your knowledge, okay? You have to actively try to use the right pronouns. Try, actively use the right name. Actively affirm. Actively be loving with the intent to respect our identity. You got to actively do that. You got to have the skill to do it. It's so it is so simple. That's it's, like the the get in the door. It's it's like to go against that is blatantly disrespectful. It's like a blatant disrespect. It's like it's like going to school for years for your doctor's degree and somebody completely ignoring the fact every time they talk to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing is actions. You have to be doing actions that are not harmful to us, that are not traumatic. You just have to. Like, if your actions is not reflecting, like, if you're an ally and you're, at, you're not doing anything, you're not really an ally. You're complacent. Mm. Like, if you're not doing anything to make our situation better, then you're not really an ally. If you're sitting around letting people call us by our, our dead name, if you're sitting around people and not addressing um, problematic shit that people are saying about trans people, you are not an ally. Like, because that is what you are for. You're supposed to be the one. When we're not there, you're supposed to be the one that's saying, no, that's not right. Mm -hmm. Let me use this education and knowledge and awareness that I have learned and teach you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just like we expect white people, hey, get your cousins. Get your auntie. Get your dad. Don't just sit at the dinner table on Thanksgiving and let them say racist shit. You Not have to check they motherfucking ass because it's never going to change. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so 
your actions as an ally has to reflect your intention to be a good ally to us as trans folks. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, Auntie, if you really cared about Z, if you really care about um, his well-being and being in his life and him being around, the very first thing you need to start with is respecting his name, respecting his identity, and respecting his pronouns. That's the first thing. The second thing is don't come with no judgment. You have to be there for people. You can't push them away. Even if you want, like, I don't want them escort. I don't want it. I don't. I don't want it to be clear. I don't want me to escort. I don't want. Just like I don't want for myself to escort. But I know how hard it is out here for a trans person, because I've been fired from jobs because I'm trans. Mm-hmm. This is not a phase. It's not something I can jump in and out of. I know you think because he is pretty. Oh, you can just go back to being a girl. But that's that's not this is this is who we are. This isn't oh I'm playing dress up for a year. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a phase and I'm just gonna do this for a year and then um a couple of years later, eh, I, I was just joking. Just kidding. <laughs> this is not like this for us. At all. You know, it's not a game. So this is where we are, this is who we are, this is how we are presenting and you know, you're either going to get with it or you're not going to be in our lives. Or in his life, because you're not in my life. I don't give a fuck. So, you know. Baby, you know. I pay people dust to infinity and beyond, darling. What? I am a proponent. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a person who condones creating your family. It does not have to be blood relatives. Right. If your blood relatives are toxic, evil, shady, complacent, um... All those nasty uh, all, Whatever it is that's traumatic to you, they do not need to be in your circle. I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck about blood. I don't care. They don't need to be in your, their circle. Mm-hmm. Your circle at all. Cut them off. Don't deal with them. Have Let them earn their place back in the, your life. Let them earn it. Mm-hmm. If they can't earn it, then you don't need them in your life. You are creating, creating a new family. We are creating a new support system. Mm-hmm. And understand me. When I tell you that in my life, my non-blood relatives, now I have some, like my brother and my mom, you know, they, they've always been in my corner, but your mom is in your corner, right? Mm-hmm. So they've always been in my corner, even if it's some shit that they didn't want me to do. Right. They're always going to be there for me. With you right or wrong. Right. But it's also my non-blood relatives, a Deja, a Vanessa, a Brandon, a... Um, a Jonah. I have people in my corner that when when I need support, they're not my blood relatives, but they are my family. Mm-hmm. Right. So we create that. And that's what that's what Pose is talking about. Right. <laughs> the show Pose is it, it's literally centered around that. We right. are creating our family and supporting each other and making stuff work. Right. In a in a in in a, in a society that's stacked against us. Right. So if you are not part of the solution, you are part of the problem. Right. So auntie, get your shit together. Make a choice. (laughs) Make a choice to get your shit together or leave us alone. And them fucking sorry ass niggas that you listening to talking about they didn't touch him. They are trash ass molesters. Yeah. So. We ain't say no names. (laughs) She know who it is. (laughs) She She called him. 
So, y'all niggas is trash too. All of them saying I'm lying. Like even my other aunt saying, yeah, she lied. Okay. <laughs> like I, I'm just randomly gonna lie. Right. Random people. Just random. Like I Battle like I ain't had, I ain't talked to them in years. I ain't fucking with them. But I'm just gonna say, oh my god, let me pick these two niggas, Baby, these three niggas to lie on. When I told on, I because they're my uncle. Well, my uncle, my mother's husband's nephew used to touch me, mm-hmm. and when I when I was younger, I told. I got my motherfucking ass whooped because I couldn't prove it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mama, if you ever listen to this, <laughs> I love you dearly. Thank you for being the person who said that if any motherfucker touched me, you believe it from the gate. <laughs> from the gate. From the gate. My mama said, I don't give a fuck. My children say something happened to them, but also she's she was a victim. Right. So my mother was fiercely protective. I've never been touched in a way like that. Mm-hmm. Most of my touching in sexual experiments were with peers. Like I was got some hair from a peer when I was fucking four years old, another was- four year old. What's crazy is I was think they convinced me it was consensual for a while because it's been so long. I just got kind of comfortable with it. Like it's kind of just like you normalized it. Yeah, so it's like I was like maybe it was just consensual, but then me it was like no. I was like yeah you're right. <laughs> so that's the crazy thing about it for that extended amount of time dealing with that. Yeah, and you finally got out your chest, and that's yeah. good too. That's it therapeutic. And it ain't got to be about getting no fucking justice. It's about this is why. You ask me why I'm not around, this is why. Right. And so. I was just going to leave it alone. Yeah, it's past. So you the one when it told them. I I shared it with you because you asked me why I'm not around. This is why. And you decide to win and go and tell them. Because you really just a messy ass bitch. You just messy. Me escorting and being touched. Oh, well. Bye, auntie. So, Mia and Z, what does consent look like for you? Because we know we have all these issues in society around what consent looks like in these gray areas. And um, if she doesn't say no, does that mean it's a yes? Uh, if she says yes, but then change her mind in the middle of the situation, do I gotta stop it? And uh, all kind of weird ass shit. What <laughs> does Man. consent look like for you, Mia? Well, for me, consent is simple. It's not something that's hard to get. It really is. If I say to some people, it's not that easy. Too. <laughs> um, man, if I'm talking to you and we're in a space where we could be intimate, we've probably already previously talked about this because I'm not in this, the moment type of girl because I don't know which way we're going. If we top and we bottom and there's some steps that need to be taken. So consent looks like a discussion that we have between each other, knowing what's going to be taking place. 
me not giving you consent. I had a, I had a time like a couple of years ago where I was confused if I gave consent because I invited a guy over. No, why are you looking at me like that, no, Z? I'm sorry, I'm just bald head as hell. <laughs> I'm blind. No, I was squinting. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> that he because uh, I invited him over to have a session, <laughs> and I was here for it, but but the way that the session began it kind of wasn't on my terms so since it wasn't like because I didn't give the green light it was kind of taken away from me in a way not like forcefully but in an aggressive way I kind of felt some type of way about it I enjoyed it but I still kind of felt like bitch I didn't give you the consent to go like I wasn't ready right now I wanted to warm up but you kind of took it there before I really (laughs) wanted to go there like you rushed it and then hit it Okay. Yeah, but that's what my cons- that's what consent looks like. Um, for me, consent I- is kind of how Mia was saying. We we're gonna talk about it. Also, sometimes I like like if I don't say no or n- I don't know. That's interesting. That's something because I've been touched on. That's what gets kind of warped. So it's kind of like I guess we talk about it. I would prefer to talk about it. Um. Or sometimes I just, if we go in with the flow and I don't stop you or you don't stop me or um, it just kind of goes, what's what's the, when you first start, like first base, like if it's there and then it's kind of like, okay, we could talk about it then. Or sometimes, like with, with me and Mia, it's different. So it's kind of like we don't really have to. Well, you're in a relationship. Yeah. So... What consent looks like <laughs> to you? That's hard. Because <laughs> it's like, how do you expect? Because some cir- circumstances is different. I think it's easier for me because you just can't fuck me. Like I would have to, like we would have to know, like what was going on, and depending on what type of person I would be. Usually, it's yeah. a cis, a, you know, a male. So. Like, who's going to bottom? Who's going to top? There's com- some conditions that need to be talked about. You just can't dive into those things. Mm. So I feel it. But you can. But you what can. about? Some people do. What about if you did it with a non-male? I've never had that experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was being shady because you said when I'm dealing with a male. But, yeah. <laughs> what if you're dealing I with see. a trans man? You're so shady. <laughs> well... <laughs> there's con- there still has to be there's some still type of consent, consent. <laughs> yeah but like yeah i don't ex- for me i don't naturally i wouldn't there- expect a trans man to take advantage of me oh, <clears> interesting <throat> oh well, lucky you I just because I've been in some situations where they were really in, inappropriate cuz i feel like as a trans man you should have that that mental that that capacity and understanding, especially being consent, the community, what con, uh, what fucking consent is. Mm, well, yeah, you would expect that. Right. So that's <laughs> my perspective. But I've had cis women be real extra. That's true. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. I what? Consent, but they couldn't rape you. You, but it's not just about rape. Like penetrate. I think we got to make that clear. Okay. Rape isn't just about penetration. Yeah. It yeah, isn't just about um, penis in whole. It it could be your fingers. You could be digitally raped. 
Um, yeah. It could be inappropriately touching me. It could be kissing me. That's not necessarily right, but you're assaulting me. You're doing something that I don't want to happen. That I need to give you permission for. Yeah, that I need to give you permission. In this day and time, it's about relearning a culture that is not the current rape culture. It's not always a conversation. Most of the time, it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, it's a conversation. But I like to get things cleared up. If I know that I'm going to have a session, mm-hmm. I like to get things cleared up. Right. Um, in the beginning, you know, of course, like you, like what happened to you, things can change in the moment. Yeah. But I also, I'm also a person that don't. When you try to change it in the moment, I immediately, um, I can't go with like I'm not a go with the flow girl. Mm. I'm not a. If I'm uncomfortable, I stop the situation. Like I, I like totally. Like if you are getting too aggressive to me, I'll get, like saying we sitting on the couch and you're just doing too much. And I'm telling you to stop and you keep on. I like yeah. before I get to the stop, I stand up and say, "Hey, you're doing too much." Like I, I have to physically get out of the situation. Um, so if a situation for me have to um, like got to you, they really like it. They really would have to be really physical. Like, you really have to be forceful, forceful. Because I'm not a person that's going to be, oh, I'm just going to go with the flow and keep letting you do stuff that I don't like. And, oh, I'm just going to go with it. That ain't me. It ain't. It's not my personality. So, but I also attract dudes who like my aggression. Mm-hmm. Um, because how I am. Like literally, this this is why I can't find a fucking man. <laughs> because my how I'm kind of sexually weird, so I like to be chased. But once we get in a sexual situation, I like to dominate. You see what I'm saying? So I like to take the submissive, dainty, being chased, hard to get. Um, you really aggressively coming after me. But then once the sex starts, I'm the one to push you on the couch and. Give me that dick, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm that kind of, and most dudes like that about me. And mm-hmm. so I'm rarely in a situation where they are being the aggressor. Mm-hmm. And when you don't switch it up once the sex starts, it turns me off. Like, when you don't, like, you you chasing me, chase, 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 aggressively chasing me, and you don't know that I need you to switch it up while the sex is happening, it usually turns me off. Mm-hmm. So because of... I don't like to be dominated. Like, I don't even like sucking dick on my knees. That's how weird it is for me. I love. <laughs> right? I don't even I'm like it. I like Like, that. I like to be on t- You laying down and I'm on, t- like, I'm on top and sucking mm-hmm. your dick or you, um, like, it, it being on my knees and the nigga standing up, it's, it feels too demeaning demeaning and submissive for me where it, I, I might do it for a couple of seconds because I'm not that weird. Like, I might do it for a little bit. But I'll eventually get out of that position because it's it's mentally annoying. I actually tell people to stand up so that because I like my fate. Ooh. Well, you 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 more submissive sexually than I am. Yeah, we've talked about it. We have. Yes, yeah. Yeah. you might have your little things that, but I think overall I'm a little bit more um, dominant, and it's not like, but I'm also, and it's not like I'm a top. Like I'm, I'm very versatile, mm-hmm. um, and I'm 
closer towards the bottom than the top. Now, I'll plunge you down, but, you know, it's so many situations that um, why those kind of forceful guys don't manifest with me sexually. But um, I have been in situations where, like, I'm in a car and a guy is trying to convince me to do stuff and... And I'm like, mm, this is getting real rapey. Mm-hmm. This is getting real. But I'm also, God, this is why it's weird for me as well, because I'm also turned on by the lust. But what about when you're in those situations where you can't do anything? Like, you kind of can't get yourself out of the situation. Like, that one time you said <laughs> you when you was younger and you needed a ride to the club and your titty pop. Yeah. <laughs> so... In that situation, but even in that situation, I got out of the car. Oh, yeah, you did. So I, with me, is talking about I had a situation where I had my, um, I didn't have breasts at the time, so my titties was water balloons. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and he was trying to grope me. Now, he knew my tea, mm. but he was trying to grope me and touch me and grab my titties, and one of them literally popped and splashed. <laughs> 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 that is so embarrassing. It's so funny. So I got this whole side of my chest just with nothing but wetness, and this one is still full and jiggly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so embarrassing. So I had to get out. The, because he was being too aggressive, now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> right. And I get out the car. Like, I literally open up the car and get out. And Did he pay it, though? Yeah, because he knew my tea. It wasn't like I was. I wasn't on nobody's level to trick nobody at that time. And and he and he was over it. He was like not over it happening, but he was like, "Oh, baby, don't worry about that." <laughs> but I was so embarrassed about the whole situation. I'm wet, and you done fucked up my club outfit because I really just wanted to get right to the club, oh, and I thought that I could just, you know. Talk nice to him until we get down there, but he stopped the car. <laughs> Daddy, he said, this ride so we halfway there, and I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to walk the rest of the way. Shit. <laughs> but with no one titty <laughs> and wet. So I'm over it. So, um, but even in that situation, I get out of the car and he's riding, like, while I'm walking, he's riding next to me. He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Da, 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 da. Let me take you back to your house and you get another one. <laughs> Let me just take you back to your house because now I feel bad. So I get back in the car. He takes me back to the house. I get another one. <laughs> and we end up, he ended up taking me back down to the club and. Well, he had stopped, but <laughs> but it was funny. And but even in that situation where he was groping and just being too aggressive, it was um, I did get out of the situation. Like I literally opened up the car door and jumped out. Why the car? Not it wasn't going fast, but you know I'm getting up out of here. Well, You're late. What? To answer the question for me, I kind of thought about it. So in a perfect world, consent to me would look like you talk about it. You tell me what you don't like. I tell you what I don't like. We both discuss if this is okay and it's okay. But sometimes in a moment, it could be like, oh, I don't talk about it. But then that's how I prefer it to be. Everybody just, it just all just be consensual. Like, yeah. you be talking about it. And yeah. go by, not just body language, but body language can really help you be able to see a lot too and go off the person's energy. So that could work as well. That's what it looked like for me. Yeah, because you, 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 there's, <laughs> I think there is nonverbal cues, but when you get into that nonverbal era, 
it kind of gets kind of mm, confusing. confusing. It yeah. does get kind of confusing yeah. because um, that's when Trey. St- well, that's when Trey well, started to say. I thought you wanted it. You had me come over here at three o'clock no. in the morning, mm-hmm. and you was kissing me. And what you, you think like happened you at it? two o'clock and at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I'm just at home me. watching TV. Um, and I'm 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 notorious for really. I just want some head. I don't really want to fuck. But you came over here and we didn't discuss that. We didn't discuss. You thought you came over here and you about to just jump all in my cakes. And that's not really what I want. I just want to get my dick sucked. And I'll suck your dick too. But that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I just and I don't really feel like that. I don't feel like going to dish and I don't feel like the pains and the getting used to getting opened up again. And uh, yeah, I don't feel like those do not be my terms and conditions. I'd be like, well, you know, I don't like to bottom, <laughs> especially if it's just for me. Because I just being 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 escorted, I'm just so used to guys just doing whatever the fuck they want. So mm. when it's my turn, I'm just like, you know, I don't feel like bottoming. No, I don't want to suck no dick. If you trying to help me achieve this goal then help me achieve it you oh, want to be word. in my space this is how you you get in it see i compartmentalize men so what exactly is compartment so like i have so this is gonna be weird as fuck um that's how you explain so so i do not like bottoming for yellow bones girl what <laughs> <laughs> so i have men if when I want to be the top, all my tops are short, big booty, yellow niggas. Wait. I mean, all what? my now all my bottoms are light skin and short. And short. Get you a piece. And all of my tops are tall and dark with a big old dick. <laughs> I'm not discriminative. So, my bottoms are all. So I don't do I don't do any bottoming with my bottoms like with never. the light skin bottoms never see and i never do any topping with my tops what so so but i the versatile ones so i do have versatile ones <laughs> and they are brown <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's weird as the fuck the colorism in <laughs> these sexual this positions this is my bedroom practices <laughs> this is Pandora's box this ain't United States bedroom practice this is mine I, I can be discriminating <laughs> all the yellow so, people gotta get plunged <laughs> all the so the brown kids. ones they I be versatile with them oh, so wait. they all get plunged we do everything <laughs> See, my rules are you just I don't care what race you are, you just you know have no, to have a, like a a, a football like player body. Anyway. I don't I don't like I have never ever, ever, ever had sex with a white man that wasn't business. Like ever. <laughs> never like for fun, never Ooh, I just want to have a white man. No. You know what? I had tested that theory. You know that theory that a lot of black women say or a lot of black men say, oh, get you get you a white man because, you know, they do it better and they this and they that. And I said, hmm. They're more open. No, they just like every other nigga. They are <laughs> a nigga. And that's what the fuck he proved to me that night. He tried to fuck me and swindled me into my pants just like every other nigga. <laughs> So there's no difference. 
No, yeah. He no. took me out on this cheap ass date. There was not a motherfucking difference. Oh no. No, 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 no. I just, mm-mm. I try to date one, but I've never had sex with one. I try to date one, and the worst thing that can happen, I talked about this on YouTube too. Um, everything weird happened. Was but, that in Mississippi, the Mississippi? Yeah, teams? with the I flag. The white man? I never The one that you was like, man. I thought you was like, you know, y'all had made, his family didn't want him dating a black person or something. and. No, that wasn't me. You talked about somebody else. That Mine means was you, a, child. No. Yes, it was. You don't know what I'm talking about. I, I don't know what you're talking about because that never happened. I ain't never been on <laughs> love with no fucking white man. Damn it! <laughs> Why you gotta say it like that? I have it. Oh girl. <laughs> I have it literally. I don't. I'll, mm. In Mississippi. I the my white date one it one time date though. was in Mississippi. Yes, but it wasn't about nobody's love. We went on one date, and his father called. And they were voting on the the Confederate flag, getting out of the flag. And his father called him while we were on the date. And he didn't even have him on speakerphone, but the phone was loud enough for me to hear him. And the next day, they were supposed to go vote on it. And he called and said, son, you got to make sure you take me down to the voting place. These niggas trying to take our flags. And I You was hear the, this on the date? Mm-hmm, and I was in the passenger seat. Oh. And he tried to turn the phone down real quick. Now, we're on the date. And exactly what I why I don't want to date white men. It showed this showed me why. Well, girl, you was a Mississippi girl. Try, <laughs> try up north. Train. No, thank you. So I'll pass. Oh, girl, no, thank <laughs> so, you. That anyway. now. <laughs> white men have cakes too. That's fine. <laughs> They're pink and pale. <laughs> no, thank you. So, well, you didn't have no one night standees. Like, we the only ones that have like different types of, you know, things that you have to have in order to. Yeah, I remember fucking this BBW mm-hmm. in uh, my work van. Because oh. <laughs> I worked overnight and then I went all the way to Spring to meet her. And then, yeah. Well, we always <laughs> have So it wasn't no consent? <laughs> yeah, like it was. how did oh y'all how did y'all come how did that consent happen? Well, basically I forgot. I think I was on Craigslist one time and I was just looking for a girl that was into trans men and to just hook up and just hang out. Like I was looking for, like at this point I was having fuck buddies. Mm. So she happened to be one of them. like we talked for a little bit, we conversed over kick. And then I got a number. We was talking. And then what all we want to happen. And then I went to go meet her one night while I was on the clock. Mm. <laughs> we like always a, have a did you oh, know on Marsha's play. I want to show y'all. Give me my phone right there under the table. Grab it real quick. It's right there under the table. So I think I'm having a good conversation with this chick. Really? I know I've had we, me, me and Z bet and said that you're going to have some pussy from a woman. I was like, it got to be a trans. No, nah, it's going to be a woman, but it's going to be a cis woman. <laughs> Here, let me see my phone. So I want to show her to y'all. And then I was at this point, I was in love with BBWs. So I was like, yes. So... <laughs> Usually when I have conversations with um, cis women online, they conversation be dry as fuck. Like it be, hey, hi, but what you are know, you on here for? But you know, women are used to being 
uh, are are used to being chased. So it's kind of like the man has to do all the talking. That's how I do men. Like they know they have to like go extra. Oh, okay. She has some good conversation. Does she really? Yeah, she cool as hell. She is cute. Oh, she's pretty. Yeah, she's cute. And I bet she got a big booty. Oh. I, I don't know yet. We oh. ain't exchanged pictures. <laughs> but she look like she got She's 24, and she just has some good conversation. And I'm like, hmm, this might turn into something, but we'll see. So anyway. Yes. Stay tuned. Um, <laughs> Come on, stay that's tuned. the end of the show. That is it. <laughs> y'all getting dozy now, getting into people's phones and things. So consent looks like you getting a specific yes. Like, mm-hmm. especially men out here. Like, you need a specific yes. Right. So don't go by verbal cues. Don't go about nothing. Get a specific yes. Get a no, yes. go by verbal cues. Don't go by physical I mean, physical I'm sorry, non-verbal. Right. Non-verbal. I'm sorry. Don't go by non-verbal cues. So can I have some today? <laughs> it might be awkward, awkward, but nigga, you got your consent. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about nothing. So, all right. There y'all go. Have a wonderful Toodles. night. <laughs> Hopefully y'all learned Bye, something. Bye, auntie. <laughs> hey, auntie. <laughs> hey, auntie. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's Plate. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you leave a review because we really need those five stars, y'all. And go like our Facebook page and leave some comments. We'll be posting exclusive content every Thursday, so you definitely don't want to miss out. You can also follow us on Twitter and any other social media site at Marsha's Plate. If you'd like to donate or advertise with us, hit us up at diamondstyles at gmail.com. That's diamond, S-T-Y-L-Z, at gmail.com. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You going to say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, (laughs) 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 y'all.